Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Well, hello, hello. And welcome back to all of you amazing people who are smart enough to listen to this podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode because it kind of takes me back to my roots. Some of you may know this about me, some of you may not, but way before I ever had a podcast or maybe you think of me like as the nutrition guy or the weight loss guy, well, way before all of this, I was a certified trainer for, my goodness, I've been, I've been certified for t- over 20 years I received my first personal trainer certification when I was still studying for my first college degree way back in like 1997 or something like that. Whew, time flies, right? And so being a trainer, training people is near and dear to my heart. I did it for, like I said, probably around 20 years. I only stopped just a few years ago. And so today's topic of how to pick the best trainer for you and your needs or should you hire a trainer these things are, are, like I said, they're very near and dear to my heart. I have a lot of experience in that realm, and I'm going to give you my two cents on how to navigate this process, how to figure out if you should hire a trainer, if that's the right move for you, and then also how to pick the best one for you. So if you've been considering this, if this has been on your mind, if you've had a trainer in the past and you maybe you didn't have a good experience, unfortunately, or maybe your trainer moved away and you need to hire a new one, whatever, then grab your pad, grab your pen. This episode is going to be great. You're going to really enjoy it. Let's do it. Let's jump in. Here we go. First and most importantly, let's answer the question, should you hire a trainer? Like, is that is that what you need to do? Is that the right move for you? Well, I'm going to answer your question. I'm going to answer this question with a few questions. <laughs> Anyone in my inner circle coaching group is laughing right now as they listen to this because this is a fairly normal practice for me. Someone will ask a question and I will answer their question with a question. So that's exactly what we're going to do here. Should you hire a trainer? Question number one back to you is, do you struggle to work out or exercise consistently? Like, do you say, okay, I'm going to work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week, and then you make it on Monday, but then you miss Wednesday, and then Friday you're so tired, oh, you just don't get it in. So do you struggle to get exercising consistently? If you do, then you might need a trainer. <laughs> or maybe you just need a plan. Maybe what's keeping you from working out is not that, you know, you don't have somebody there waiting on you. You don't have an appointment. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's just that you're like, okay, yeah, I want to work out Wednesday. But honestly, if you really dig down and peel back the layers, you don't know what you're going to do. So you'll just go to the gym or go to your workout area in your home and you're just confused. Sometimes just having a concrete plan of knowing exactly ahead of time what you're going to do on that day can be super, super helpful. And then as I like to tell people in my coaching group, you need to plan it. So you need to plan exactly what day, exactly what time, and you need to protect it. So if you struggle to work out consistently, you might need a trainer because trainers can add incredible accountability, or you might just need a plan or a program to follow. Okay, next up, question number two is, are you bored with your current workouts? And if you are really bored with your current workouts, then you might need a trainer. Or again, you might just need a good plan or a good program. 
if you don't have any issues with accountability and you're like, no, I will exercise consistently if I just know what to do. And if I'm, if I'm not sick and tired and of my boring workout, well then maybe you just need to hire someone or find some program that fits what you're looking for. And then follow that, find something to freshen up your workouts. But again, this is another instance where a trainer could be a great fit. If you're bored with your current workouts and you really want to spice things up, let's move forward. My next question to you, do you have a really specific goal? Like maybe you're preparing for a certain event, like, you, you know, you're going to go on vacation in a few months and there's this incredible hike that you've wanted to do, or, you know, you're going to be kayaking for a long distance, or maybe there's a certain area of your body where you go, wow, I'm just noticed I'm really getting weak in my legs or in my arms or whatever. And, and you really want to gain strength in a certain area, or maybe you want to run a half marathon or your first ever 5k, whatever. If you have a very specific goal, then you might need a trainer. Trainers are absolutely great for this. Again, just like I've said with the other things, you could just purchase a plan or a program from a trainer or from some organization that would help you move toward your goal of that event or gaining strength in that area of your body. But this is an area where a trainer really could come in handy in helping you to devise a plan to get you to your goal, that physical goal of completing the hike or tackling the 5k or gaining, you know, regaining strength in your arms, whatever. My next question to you to help you determine whether or not you need a trainer is this. Have you injured yourself working out? <laughs> if you have, it's not fun and I'm sorry. Or we could even just kind of back off of that question a little bit to this. Do you have nagging pain? If you've injured yourself working out, especially if you've injured yourself repeatedly, or if you have nagging pain in your knee or your elbow or your shoulder, and it's limiting you in your workouts or in your day-to-day -day life, then you might need a trainer. I would not recommend a plan or a program for this because what you specifically probably need and what will be really helpful for you is some really good instruction on form and technique when it comes to your workouts. Also, a great thing that a trainer can provide is new exercises that maybe work better with your body than the exercises you've been doing. I got news for you guys and gals. <laughs> we, th we think that all exercises are meant for all people and they're not. <laughs> this is this is kind of um, controversial topic amongst some trainers and exercise scientists and so forth. There are certain like golden exercises that everyone should be able to do. And, and I just completely disagree with that. We're all built differently. We all have previous injury history and surgical history and all sorts of things. All exercises are not meant for all people. So if you've injured yourself working out or you have nagging pain, a trainer could really do wonders for you in teaching you proper exercise technique, proper exercise form, and then also saying, you know what, maybe this exercise isn't best for you. Here's a few different ones we can substitute in to get a similar effect, to get a similar result, to strengthen that same area of your body, but without the pain. So that's another question you should ask. Now, here's the last question that I want to ask you in order to help you determine if you should hire a trainer. Are you getting results from your current exercise or your current workouts? Now, here's the thing. <laughs> this is a trick question because if you're, if, if when I say results, you instantly think of weight loss. I mean, this is the real life weight loss podcast after all. So if you think, no, I want to get better results. I want to lose weight. And you think a trainer is going to bring that you're going to be sorely and sadly mistaken. It's impossible to get the results you want. If you're not consistently and intelligently addressing your nutrition. If you do not change what you eat and drink, your body will not change. Period. 
And research backs that up again and again and again. It shows that exercise alone is futile. It is no good. It is not helpful when it comes to losing weight. Can you get stronger? Yes. Might you have more energy? Yeah, possibly so. Will it improve your health? Yes, absolutely. But if your primary goal is to lose weight, exercise alone will not do it. So that last one was a trick question. <laughs> so let's wrap up this question of do you need a trainer? And let me kind of bring it all together for you. There are a few things to consider. There are a few, there are four things where a trainer can be absolutely fantastic for you. Number one, accountability. If you have problems working out on your own and you need that extra accountability, uh, appointment with a trainer where you will lose money if you don't show up, that's a great form of accountability. Number two, workout variety. If you are tired of your boring workouts or you've been doing the same thing week after week, month after month, for months and months, maybe even for years, then yeah, a trainer could really bring in some great workout variety and, and, and really kind of shake your body up. Next up, if you're training for a very specific goal, not weight loss, not weight loss, but a specific physical goal to become stronger in a certain area, to run a 5K, to run a marathon, to, to complete some hike on a vacation, whatever it is, a trainer can be great for that. And then lastly, if you're recovering from or you just want to prevent an injury, trainers can teach you proper form and technique and, and really help you with exercise selection. But as I just said earlier, if you are thinking that signing up with a trainer is going to guarantee weight loss. It's like, I'm going to get serious about this weight loss. I'm, I'm hiring a trainer three sessions a week, and it's, it's going to be as expensive as my mortgage, but I've got to get this weight off. Um, nah. <laughs> Unless that trainer can also get you to change what you eat and drink, it's not going to work. You cannot outwork what you eat. You can't outrun your fork or spoon. So save yourself some time and money and don't, even try that route, okay? I've just laid out for you the very specific things that a trainer is wonderful for. Now, if after sharing all of that, you're like, yeah, I think I do need a trainer. Let's move on to the next question, which is how do you pick the best trainer for you and your specific needs? So I want to start this by sharing something that you probably already kind of know, but it is a very important point that you do not need to miss. Okay, you ready? Turn the volume up. Here we go. There are very different levels of expertise in every field. I have the privilege of having wonderful friends in my life. One of my dear friends, for quite a period of his professional career, was in medical device sales. Now, for some of you, you may not quite understand what that means, but for example, uh, let's say that someone... Uh, had to have a hip replacement or they had a bad car accident and they had to, a surgeon needed to repair and um, rebuild their knee or their ankle. Well, my friend worked for the company that sold the orthopedic parts and pieces, the, the rods and the screws and the, the bolts and all these different things. And his job was to actually be in the operating room alongside the surgeon and say, this is what our company typically recommends for this situation. And this, he and the surgeon would consult back and forth, and the surgeon would do the work, and the surgeon would ask him questions if he had any questions. He did this for years and years and years. Wonderful friend, very smart guy. And one day he told me, he said, man, I hope you don't, but if you ever need orthopedic surgery, whatever you do, don't just go <laughs> and sign up with anyone. He said, please talk to me. I know the doctors that I would recommend and the doctors that I wouldn't let do surgery on my dog. 
<laughs> now we instantly think, what? Like all doc to become a doctor, you have to be incredible. And, and look, I tip my hat. I'm not blasting doctors by any means. But he had been inside. He had seen the great doctors work and how incredible they were. He said it was like a blend of of carpentry and medicine and artistry. He said these people were amazing. And then he saw other doctors who he said made him cringe. I have another dear friend who's a plumber. Well, he's not a plumber. He basically, I joke with him that he can basically do anything. When it comes to your house, he can build your house, plumb it, wire it. And if something crazy happens and... And he can fix that too. He can fix just about anything. The joke is that he can do anything. But he grew up and spent a lot of his younger years as a plumber. And every now and then he gets called out to a job that requires some plumbing work. And he might take a picture and send it to me and say, man, this is unbelievably bad. I don't even quite understand it. But what his point is, is whoever the plumber was that originally plumbed that house or that room or that structure did a terrible job. <laughs> and then he sees other instances where they do amazing jobs. And then there's me. I've been in situations watching other trainers at gyms when I, people, you know, maybe I'm at a, I'm visiting some other gym and people don't know that I'm a trainer. And so I'm just kind of working out on my own and I'm watching another trainer and it, oh, it makes me cringe. Oh, they're going to kill that person. Or what are they doing? They're just, they're just, you know, they're not working this person at all. Like, I don't, you know, maybe the person has a medical history I don't know of or something, but there's just a clear and obvious difference from trainer to trainer, from plumber to plumber, from surgeon to surgeon. So I come back to my initial point, and that is this. It is so important that you know and that you understand that there are very different levels to every field. And this includes trainers. All trainers are not created equal. So here's exactly what I would encourage you to look for to ask and to do when selecting a trainer for yourself, when choosing the best trainer for you. First, maybe foremost, not necessarily foremost, is credentials, right? Like you want to be sure they have a reputable certification. Now I'm going to list a few of those, but there are nowadays there are probably at least five to ten. I'll give you four of the top personal trainer certifications. First is ACE, the American Council on Exercise, and these are not listed in order. Um, second is ISSA, the International Sports Sciences Association. Third is NASM, the National Academy of Sports Medicine. And then last, but probably the most elite, the most prestigious, is NSCA, the National Strength Conditioning Association. And when someone achieves um, a certification through that organization, they become what's called a CSCS. I've blown your mind with acronyms. I'm sorry. You can rewind and listen to these again. A CSCS is a certified strength and conditioning specialist. These are the people, honestly, if if you're not a high-level athlete, you really don't need a CSCS. They, they're working at in college weight rooms, helping, you know, Division I athletes and and different things like that. CSCS is is really, really top tier, but all of the other, those other certifications are fantastic as well. So you certainly want to make sure they have a great and active certification. Another thing you might want to know is years of experience. This doesn't mean that someone who is younger and fresh into the training industry can't be wonderful and, and, and have fresh and fantastic knowledge. Not at all. But sometimes if someone has five plus, 10 plus years of experience, they've seen and worked with a, a host of different people and a host of different, uh, encountered a host of different problems or obstacles, and they know how to work around them and, and really help a person to achieve their goals. Now, 
when we talk about certifications, when we talk about years of experience, all of these things, these are important. Sure. Yes. But there are things that I believe are just as, or honestly, really more important. So let's get into those. Okay. Like the credentials, that should be a no brainer that we check off. Now here's where we get into things that will really help you determine who's best for you. What does the trainer specialize in? My friend, all trainers are not the same. Ladies, if you are pregnant and you're going to have a baby, you wouldn't go to a podiatrist. <laughs> you wouldn't go to a foot doctor to help you deliver the baby, right? But we think, oh, I'll just hire a trainer. And a trainer is a trainer is a trainer. That's not true at all. Trainers specialize in all sorts of different things from athletic training, like working with athletes, to like strongman and powerlifting. Just here in the area that I live in, because I'd been a trainer for so long. I know multiple trainers who have very unique specialties. A friend of mine is an incredible strongman competitor and powerlifter. He holds world records. He's incredible. If anyone comes to me for that, I'm sending them to him. And then there's bodybuilding. Bodybuilding requires certain and very specific training and nutrition approach. That was my specialty for years and years. Some of you know, some of you don't. I competed at a national level in bodybuilding for about 10 years. Then there's other trainers who specialize in the elderly population, and they just help them to improve their movement and prevent falls and strengthen uh, muscles so that they can improve their bone mineral density and things like this. Then there are other trainers who specialize in functional movement, which is just kind of a fancy way of saying we're making you stronger in ways that will benefit your day-to-day -day life, like picking up, you know, something in your backyard or, you know, being able to just do whatever life calls on you for or demands of you. There are other trainers who specialize in nothing but flexibility. It's all about improving your flexibility and improving what some trainers call mobility. There are other trainers who specialize in heart rate training, and that's all they do. They help you to achieve a certain heart rate and maintain that heart rate, and they, they can help you vary it to different levels. Orange Theory Fitness is one perfect example of this. They do nothing. Well, maybe they do other things. Their primary thing is heart rate training. There are other trainers who Maybe they work a little bit with weights, but really their specialty is cardiovascular endurance. If you want to run a half marathon, if you want to do a triathlon, they will help you. They are the experts. And then there are some trainers who maybe specialize in weight loss. And it's not just with workouts, but they maybe have a holistic approach, an overall approach. This was me until I stopped training because it was just to, because it would, oh, maybe you can hear the frustration in my voice. <laughs> People came to me for weight loss and they thought that having a trainer and working out would achieve that, even though I would tell them differently. And so as I would try to work with them on their nutrition, it just wore our time and our energy thin because in 30 minutes or 45 minutes or one hour, they needed to get a great workout, a warm up, a cool down, so forth and so on, all of these things. And then we're also trying to discuss how they're going to change their food or nutrition. And it just rarely worked. But some trainers do this and some can do it successfully. So athletic training, strongman, bodybuilding, functional movement, elderly, flexibility, heart rate training, cardiovascular, weight loss, all kinds of things, all kinds of specialties. So make sure that you're, the trainer you're considering is not only certified by a reputable organization, but that they specialize in something that is similar to what you're looking for. Next up, super important, customer and client feedback for that trainer. This is where the internet is such a beautiful thing. <laughs> it doesn't take much. Google that person. Google their name. Google the gym they work at. And talk to people. 
talk to other people at the gym or at that fitness facility who have worked with them. Customer and client feedback, I would argue, is maybe just as important as the certification they have. Because then you know if they're able to really show up for their clients, to deliver great training, and, which is so sad that I even have to mention this, but I see it too often, if they give their clients attention, if they actually give their clients the attention they deserve. If you see a trainer and they're looking down at their phone as much or more as they're paying attention to their client, don't you dare sign up with them. That's a red flag. Massive. So customer and client feedback. Search the internet for it. Talk to different people. And I would typically encourage others, look, whatever is the absolute best review that you read, maybe don't consider that one. And then whatever is the absolute worst, maybe don't consider that one. And just look at all of the rest because that'll probably give you the best uh, the, the best input on, on the truth about this trainer. Next up, does this person care? <laughs> now, you may think, wait, Corey, you've lost your mind. Do they care? Well, if they're qualified and they're, they specialize in what I do, well, of course they care. They're going to be great. Oh, whatever. It'll be fine. Look, guys, this may seem silly, but I promise it's not. For some people, training is just a job. They worked out and they thought, hey, I, I really like the gym. I love working out, so I'll go get certified. It's just another way to make a buck. Now, for other people, it is so much more. It's not just a job. It's not just a way to make some money. It's a calling. It's a passion. They love the people they work with. They invest in them. They care about them physically, mentally, emotionally. They invest into their life as a human being. So you should be able to kind of detect this as you look at their feedback and as you do the next thing, as you watch them work with others. Look, if there's a trainer that you're considering, watch them. Like if you're a member of a gym, Watch the trainers there. Watch them work with other people. You wouldn't believe how many individuals came to me for training after watching me for weeks. I had no idea they were watching me, but for they would tell me, Corey, I decided to sign up with you. I decided to come to you to talk to you about this because I watched you for weeks and weeks train other people, and I liked what I saw. Guys, this is brilliant. This is genius. Watch whoever you're considering train other people. Look at the time, the attention, the care that they give to their clients. Are they attentive to their needs? Are they there with them? Are they encouraging, but not not overly so? Next up, that's not all. We're still going. You should meet with this person, whatever trainer you're considering. After you've gone through their credentials, after you look at what they potentially specialize in, after you've read some customer and client feedback, after you've thought about that question, do they care? Let me watch them work with others. Let me see if this is, seems like just a job or if it's a calling and a passion for them. After all of that, sit down and talk to them. Ask questions and just get a feel for who they are, their personality and their approach to life and to, to training and, and everything in between. And this leads perfectly, perfectly, <laughs> excuse me, perfectly to the last but definitely not the least of all the items on the list when you are selecting your trainer. And that is, do you like them? Like, do you actually enjoy being around them? <laughs> and if the answer is no, don't sign up with them. Regardless of credentials or specialty or whatever, it doesn't matter. Because if you don't like them, 
you are not going to want to go to meet with them. It is so incredibly helpful when you have a connection with your trainer. You don't have to be best friends, but when you enjoy the conversation with them, when you, when you look forward to meeting them, not just because you're going to get a great workout, but because you enjoy them as a human being. So those are the things that I would encourage you to consider and that I think will really help you choose the best trainer for you and your needs. Number one, credentials, certifications, and years of experience. Number two, find out what they specialize in. Number three, look at some customer and client feedback. Number four, watch them work with other people and determine, do they care or is this just a job? Is this just a check, just a way to make a buck? Next up, meet with them, sit down, talk to them, ask questions and get a feel for them. And then last but not least, just determine whether you like them or not, (laughs) whether you would want to be around them two or three or possibly more times each week. All right, my guys, my gals, my friends, that's it. I hope this has been helpful. And if so, I have two other free resources that I know will be just as helpful or more helpful. First, my anti-diet class, where I explain how the all or nothing perfectionist mentality that you guys hear me talk about so much on this podcast, how it totally sabotages you and your diet and your weight loss attempts. Plus, I share with you three secrets to successful weight loss that no one ever tells you. And then we bring it all together and I explain how to achieve real life, long-term sustainable results. And then that's first, that's my anti-diet class. You can go to antidietclass.com or you can scroll down to the show notes. I'll put the link there. But the second free resource is my Catalyst audio program. Now in Catalyst, I cut through all the crap and confusion that's out there in the weight loss world. And I explain weight loss lies that the diet industry and social media teaches you. Then I take you behind the scenes and explain three foundational steps that I teach all of my clients. Again, Catalyst and my anti-diet class are both 100% free and it's 100% ready. So you can jump in and take advantage of them whenever you want. Anti-diet class is about one hour long. If you go to that website, you can pick a time that works for you. If you have any questions, you can shoot them into the chat. They come straight to me. And the Catalyst Audio Program is a series of, of audios, kind of like a, like a series of podcast episodes. And those are, you can listen to them at will. You can binge them like Netflix style. So again, I hope this has been helpful, guys. Now listen, always remember, never forget that there is so much more to you than a number on a little machine that stays in your bathroom. There's so much more to you than the scales. And not only that, losing weight, it's great. I love it and I want to help you do it. But losing weight is not just about seeing that number go down. Losing weight is about gaining life and living the life that you've always wanted and enjoying your life more than ever. And you can do it, my friend. You can. I believe in you 100%. And even if you don't, it's okay. You can borrow my belief. Just keep listening. Keep coming back. I'll keep working on you. And we will get you there. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.